were moments that hit me, but it yeah. was just like, I really think we need to, um, we're just in a position, that's a reminder, if we want to tell our stories, tell because that story. wasn't our story. That was a story of African-Americans, how they see, see Africa and Africa. their fantasy. We are just in a position where we've got to tell our stories and we've got plenty of stories. Now, now this so. is what I wanted to say. Now, a lot of people criticizing coming to America, I yeah. was saying, why not we look at, you know, the Ghanaian movie industry, the Nigerian movie industry and mm -hmm. say, Afrobeats has gone far in the last 10, 12 years. Yeah, yeah. You're listening to Adishokbe Live, the Afrobeats podcast. Right. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to another edition of Adi Shopper Live, the official Afrobeats podcast, where we break down the hottest stories in the game and, of course, share some thoughts on our opinions on the stories as well. As you know, I'm always joined in the studio to break these stories down. But before we introduce my superstar guest, I would also like to say, you know, shout out to everybody for subscribing, liking, commenting, sharing. We appreciate the support. Make sure you subscribe across all platforms. That's YouTube, Spotify, Apple, wherever you get the podcast. And if you're in the UK, you can also catch us on Yanga TV every Saturday at 7.30 p.m. And a repeat on Mondays at 7 p.m. That's Sky 186 and Freeview 171. Now, join me in the studio to break down the headlines this week. is an accomplished comedian, a broadcaster, an MC, a host, uh, I just say an award-winning broadcaster and comedian. My brother all the way from Congo via London, Eddie Cat. You know Ooh. what? <laughs> no one introduces me better than you. This is because they're not fans. You're, you're on fire. Listen, they're not fans. You know, that's one of the reasons why we have to tell our own story. I feel you on that, man. Thanks for having me, bro. I Thank mean, look, they've, they've refused us for like a year and a half now mm. to be back on our special stage. So we if we have to, to if go. we have to, but you know, this will do. If we have to take it by force, we'll take it by force. We'll take bro. it by yeah, force. Yeah, for sure, man. Exciting Listen, times. Yeah, so some of the stories that we'll be looking at today will be coming to America, of course, splitting opinions. Uh, the Wits protests in South Africa, Nigerian singer Barry J being arrested in Ghana um, alongside the, I think it was due to the death of his label CEO. And we'll be looking at Pierce Morgan as he quits ITV's GMB. That's a very, very interesting story. But we're kicking off in Zamunda, or shall I say, in America. America, where the highly anticipated sequel to Coming to America was released this past week. Now, the original, made famous by Eddie Murphy, Arsenio Hall, James Earl Jones, etc., finally got a sequel after 30 years. Coming to America features a host of new characters played by the likes of Wesley Snipes, Tracy Morgan, Michael Blackson, Nomzama Mbatha, and Tayana Taylor, to name a few. Um, as they saw the return to the States by Eddie Murphy's character, Akeem, in search of his lost son. Now, well, the movie um, currently playing on Amazon after reportedly sold to the platform for over $100 million became the number one movie in the United States of America and possibly the world on the weekend of its release. Now, since its release, the movie has um, come under fire, shall we say, pium, pium, pium. <laughs> for what is being called reinforced stereotypes of Africans and Africa, as well as black Americans. Now, let's get to it. Coming to America, my brother, I've had the opportunity to see the movie. Yep. Have you? Have I, yeah, I, you know, I was one of the special ones who, who got invited to the virtual premiere. Okay, okay. And you know, because it was in America, I had to stay up till 2.30 in the morning. Oh, oh. Upload wow. my picture, saw myself on the virtual red carpet. Shops and I enjoy my life. 
<laughs> that's the truth. I, you know, it was it was a moment. It was a great moment. I, I couldn't. I, it was two in the morning. I watching my diet. Couldn't go for the sweet popcorn. So I just watched it with water. But talk to me. You know, one thing we have to realize: the original was 1988. Yeah. And as a child, when you watch that, because we didn't understand our positioning and maybe even at mm. the time our value mm. and what our role was in teaching our African American brothers and sisters. Yeah, what Africa is really about. We mm. took it in. We watched it. We thought it was funny. Yep. When you watch back, there was a lot of digs there in there. A... <laughs> there was a... If you watch it again as an adult, you go, hey, wait a, wait a minute. What's going on? What's happening? Yeah. You know, King but you're... Joffy Jaffa. Come on. That, that name itself was a dig. You're a friend, Joffy Jaffa. Ah, I wouldn't try to say Jolof. I don't know. But the thing is, you then, you're a fan of Eddie Murphy. So, mm. you know, and that's Eddie Murphy at his height. Absolutely. You know, he's doing his thing. So, Moving forward, you know, 30, 30 bro. 30 Yo, years. 30, 30 years after. 30 years later, a lot has changed. We're a lot more educated. Now, at this very moment, right now, I'll just take the opportunity to to pay reference to my brother, Chinadu Okeke. Yeah. Who's a, 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 the CEO, the head of a yeah, Universal yeah, yeah, Nigeria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. And um, we, had, we, we, we went at it. You know, I called him after he watched it. Me and him were going at each other. We had each other on headlock because he, he had a few pointers. My angle was... It's been reinforced, just like they've said it. We've mm. reinforced the stereotypes of Africa, man. Mm. You know, these, um, why are we still showing these elephants? Walking uh, on uh, the streets. On the streets. But I mean, uh, back garden, I guess. Fair enough. Why, why, why does he have to get chased by a lion to mm. qualify as, 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 the a, son. as the son? All these little things, you know, um, the accents and stuff like that. Cool. And he said, but some of people in Africa actually live like this. Absolutely. Yeah. And if you go into parts and, of Kenya, right. you know, the Maasai warriors, they, yeah, they, they, you know, actually, their resorts, they live like, like this. That. And he said, part two, yeah, you've had someone like De uh, Davido performing at the wedding. I saw that then yeah. I was like, but they, why didn't they put him at the funeral? Because I think the funeral <laughs> was headline act. Had, I, think it, I think it was because of the assurance, the record. Bro, yeah, that's, all, that's okay. But they, he's got a catalogue of songs. Let's hmm. not leave it to assurance. Yeah? Okay. He has a catalogue of songs. What I was saying is that Salt and Pepper at our Uncle the King's funeral. <laughs> Come on. The King is dying. He calls for Salt and Pepper. They had it in Vogue as well. Yeah. I think they, had it in, they had so, uh, SWV yeah. in Vogue. I think Salt and Pepper. Yeah. Glad it's not. I, that's all well. And, and I guess it's from, you've got to look at a reality and fantasy at the yes. same time. So they wanted to showcase, you know, the true uh, African-American culture. Yeah. But within... The African settings. Yeah. But my thing was once again, it's all about education. Mm. I was I'm not gonna lie to you. At first when I watched I came off like man. These things, these things are not right. Because I was surprised. I was telling people, I spoke to my sister Ricky, which right, we right, both right, right, yeah, yeah. share. And we went back and forth as well. And I said to Ricky, we have to understand that if this was 20, 30, if this was even 15 years ago, we would never have gotten Maybe a David O performing. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, perhaps a Michael Blackson in there. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a Rotimi in there. Yeah, yeah. You know, a Nomsa. This is a, a, a South African woman, now the face of the movie. Yeah. They wouldn't have cast all these guys in there. Which I like. But let me hold, let me, let me throw something for you here, bro. Mm. Why does that have to be the justification of mm. why we should accept certain things? Mm. This is the bit that I that, that really frustrates me about being African. Mm. That I keep saying acceptance is null and void. We don't need to be accepted. We are who we are. We are, we we are, are. where we're supposed to be. Facts. We have a, we're more than enough, right? Mm. So it can't be in exchange. It mm. just has to be a matter of fact. Now you can't tell me, oh no, ah, 
Eddie, we got a roll for you on coming to America. You're going to be eating jollof rice and some fufu on the side. You don't eat jollof and fufu. It doesn't matter, mate. You've got the roll. At least you're in there. So once I'm not eating jollof rice and fufu, people come in there and say, what are you doing, bro? You made this all look like... And, I, and my justification is, yeah, but 15 years ago, you would, would never have seen this. me on there eating jollof rice and Facts. fufu. So I think there is... I understand the, the fantasy aspect of it. I understand mm. that... Um, like my friend Chin was saying, these some some people actually act as they go to the West and pretend to be these princes back yes, home. Absolutely. You know me? me, I'm a big prince back absolutely. home. Absolutely. I'm had a to fight a lot lion. Of, you know, shout outs to a lot of Ades. You know, yeah. a lot of Ades <laughs> here in the UK. We bro, we put that card on the tape. My you guy. I mean? So some people they, they some people have gone abroad and created this Fantasy. image that these guys but it is twenty twenty one. There was enough information there's they enough information going around for certain things to happen. But look. A man's hustle is a man's hustle. Absolutely. He should have run. I heard he was from that um, Rick Ross's house. Yeah. I think. That's why they got him in Yo, there. listen. Well. Rick Ross said, <laughs> I couldn't imagine Rick Ross saying, say, yo, yo, I know your budget. That, yeah. My house, because his house is, got, his house is, his house is crazy. It's Evander Holyfield's former house. So you know, it's like 20 acre land or something crazy. 120 yeah, yeah, rooms. Yeah, so he right. must have said, you don't have the budget for this. Chuck me in there. Put me in there. <laughs> Put me in there and give me an African accent. <laughs> He chose the worst accent. You know the accent where the, all the eyes are popping out, the pancreas is about to explode. <laughs> yeah, general. Yeah, general. When you watch our brother dancing in the dress, when he does that then a, a Californian accent, it's, it's smooth. smooth it's smooth. It's nice. He's switching people. I'm confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rick Ross lost weight in five seconds. Now I know the secret is uh, losing of weight. Like, can I can't say I've been doing diet. It was because he was filming that film. The accent. But general. now the criticism has been that, oh, the stereotypes were reinforced. It's not good for Africa. You yeah. know, the jokes were dry. Da, da, da. I actually enjoyed the jokes. There was a joke that kind of hit me hard. The way <laughs> when they said, when they said, oh, here comes the bull and farming. <laughs> Yo, that's what I'm that saying to you. That one touched me Listen, that, that it, one it was still, the, there were moments that were funny. See me yeah, as a comic here. <laughs> <laughs> See, so you're not just now you're staring. That one hit me. Bro. You know what? It, you know what it is, yeah. As a comedian, sometimes I think we overanalyze as well. When you're watching mm. it, you're watching it from a different eye. But I think generally, I generally, I'm a fan of comedy. I'm a Absolutely. fan of funny films. So I just didn't find myself laughing mm. like belly laughs. But there were moments that hit me. But yeah. it was just like, I really think we need to. Um, we're just in a position. That's a reminder if we want to tell our stories, tell because that yourself. wasn't our story. That was a story of. African-Americans, how they see, see Africa and their fantasy. Just like Black Panther. Absolutely. We didn't complain about Black Panther because, because it had technology it, it involved. I just there said was a win at the end. Yeah. So we are just in a position where we've got to tell our stories and we've got plenty of stories. Now, this is what I wanted to say. Now, a lot of people criticizing coming to America, I was yeah. saying, why not we look at, you know, the Ghanaian movie industry, the Nigerian movie industry and mm -hmm. say, Afrobeats has gone far in the last 10, 12 years. Yeah, yeah. How can we uplift this local African movie industries where they're making movies that are probably side by side of the David O's and the Burner Boys and, and all of these other guys? What are, what, what are we doing wrong? Sacrifice. We're not doing? Sacrifice. Mm. You have to understand the people who do Nollywood, Gollywood, even that Congolese yeah. movie industry, Ugandan, it's a thing of where people have to eat. Mm. So what tends to happen is, I'm going to churn out these movies because my, my, I need to get the, I need to make money quick. Mm. So you end up so having quality. 20 movies a week, which then the, the quality pays. 
right, the price, right? So what needs to happen is there needs to be some form of sacrifice where mm. there's some people from outside. I always think for us to be diasporans and be able to make it to the West, it wasn't to come and chill, you know, Absolutely. and go Sainsbury's every nah, day, bro. go to Aldi, I'm going to Dubai, <laughs> and then, then they spend your time on Twitter cancelling people. Yeah. This is not why our parents came here, bro. Mm. We came here to get educated, understand what's missing, look at the, the holes back. that are missing and go and fill them. Do you know what I'm saying to you? And Fast. I think that's what needs to happen from our side. I'm not saying it's just about diasporans, you know, doing what they need to do. It's a combination of, because let's not get it twisted. We've got some of the biggest, most amazing geniuses back home. Back home. A Nigerian, a Nigerian uh, uh, tech company yep. has just been valued at a billion dollars, billion dollars. I believe, yeah. right? Yes, so, so it's like, we're looking at all this. We've got to combine as diasporans, go home with all the experience we have in making movies because remember, some of these great movies that we're watching have African producers, Absolutely. African DPs, Absolutely. African cameraman, African uh, casting. So it's and same as Netflix. Mm. But let's not also get it twisted. When you watch levels, I've been going up. Mm. Let's give it to the AYs of this world. Those incredible AYs that are doing amazing things. Even Basket Mouth, exactly. you know, even the film ones in exactly. Nigeria. And my friend, and my friend Pell Tusi, who's the first, oh, uh, yeah. black, uh, the first lead on an African series for Netflix and Queen of Soul. She, she's Queen Oh, she's stunning. Amazing, amazing time, amazing time. I, 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 I had to host, uh, uh, you know, the African Music Awards in in Lagos with her. Yeah. You know, she stood next to me. My wow. my suit looked better mm. because she stood next to me. I, Do you understand what I, I'm I saying? I don't doubt it. Bro. I have got upgraded. <laughs> but my point is that if you watch Queen Sono, you're like, okay. Do you know what? This we is quality. Yeah. yeah, and it, it was written by a South African um, writer. You know, amazing. so we gotta we have the things in place. I think it's less complaining, more action. Yeah. I said it this week. I said I'm I'm really proud, you know, of the young generation of diasporans who are now connecting to the continent and actually feeling stuff. comfortable, bro. Yes. They actually feel like they're at home when they go there. They extend their stay. Yeah. They they explore beyond the capital cities. Mm. Do you know what I mean? They go to the different countries, which yep. is not their own, you know, uh, country of origin. Yep. So all these things now means that it's a step in the right direction. So if we complain about it, it means it's time for us to do, something, do something about it. Simple. Yeah, man. My brother. Yeah, well, we head over to Ghana, where yeah. Nigerian singer Barry J was arrested by the police officers for an alleged involvement in his former label boss's uh, death. Now, the story goes like this. Barry J had shared a video of himself bleeding uh, where he claimed his CEO physically assaulted him whilst recording. Later, it was revealed via social media that his boss had taken his own life by jumping off of a building after battling depression for quite some time. Now, later on, another video was seen where Barry J was staring at the camera and his label boss can be heard in the background saying he loved him regardless. Now, this was followed by reports that there was foul play in his death leading to Barry J's subsequent arrest and continuous investigation in the matter. He's still in Ghana. Okay. He's been arrested. The yeah. story... All sorts of stories have come out. People are legend that, oh, because Barry J had recorded a video of himself bleeding initially, saying that his CEO arrested, uh, assaulted him, and that probably invited some of his own goons to do something that ultimately led to, to the man's death. However, all our allegations, he still claims that he had nothing to do with it and that the man took his own life after suffering from depression. That story is a little bit shifty. What's up, my people? My name is Adi Shopeolaji, the AKA Shops. You do AKA the Energy God, and I'm officially on Fanbiz. Now, Fanbiz is a partner of Adi Shopeolaji, the official Afrobeats podcast. So you can hit me up on there if you have any questions about getting into the music industry, about the Afrobeats culture, and I'll specifically speak to you. Like I said, I'm giving free advice on Fanbiz at the moment. So make sure you join Fanbiz and hit me up for more information. 
Oh. I mean, bro, when, okay, the problem is it's okay to try and do mathematics, mm. put two and two together, and you've seen blood, you know, mm. and um, then, you know, there's there's death that yeah. follows that, and you assume, okay, this person must have, have done something that. To do, but yeah. there's so much involved. When you're talking about depression, we've yeah. learned, we have learned. Absolutely. And I know you're going to go into the, the, the Meg Mark yeah. situation, yeah. but we have learned very quickly that you must take every situation seriously. Seriously. When they talk about mental health, when it's a, a threat. big thing. Yeah. Because one of the issues we have in the African community is, I mean, growing up in Congo, when yeah. we talk about mm. mental health, ah, they'll say, nah, nah, witchcraft. Yeah. Mental health is next to witchcraft, yep. bro. Yep. If you see a man walking in the middle family, of the, yo, if you see someone walking in the middle of the street, they've gone Kolo, you mm. go, oh no, someone from the family, yep. someone from the village. Yep. It's always the people from the because they've got nothing better to do. <laughs> but so my yeah. point is that we have yes. to take these things very, very serious. Mm. And so when you're talking about depression, then you look into has anyone started speaking to family members mm. to see if there, if there was, was a, a, a build up, any issues that was occurring. I'm not taking yeah. the blame away from my brother Anybody. here, but yeah, yeah, but, but I'm you saying, need to investigate all the sides of because the story. it's a sensitive subject, my guy. Absolutely. One thing is, he's under the authorities. He's being questioned. I'm yeah. sure I would trust the Ghanaian yeah. authority. You know, they'll do the investigation. And this well, other man has right? lost his life. He just got a buried yesterday exactly. without family, without anybody. Exactly. There was just a video where they put him in the ground, right. and just about four people there. So here's the thing, right? This goes to show you that there's a lot. There's been a lot of violent talk that's been creeping up in now, our industry. That's what there's exactly I wanted to lead you to. Yeah, man. That the Afrobeat industry, all yeah. of a sudden, we're starting to get this energy where it's looking like an American rap scene. But what are your thoughts about this kind of violent talk around the industry and what we're seeing on social media and people laying hands on people, yeah, 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 threatening yeah. to what? I think How is this going to affect us? No, and we, we can't just we can't push it down yet yeah, to just one particular set of people generalize mm. and say you know what the Afrobeat industry is becoming more like the American yep. because ego, yeah, fame, mm. they 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 shouldn't be together, bro. They should never be together. Like they should never combine mm. because what st what starts to happen is we as fans have our favorites, yep, and we want to see our favorite grow. When but what happens is we now start picking up our favorites against each other. When we start putting them against each other, they have to react. Mm. And ego means that a person who has a certain upbringing or comes from a certain world that mm. defers to the other person will react differently. Mm. If you're if you're David o, how you've grown up, and then you've got to see a, a situation where you're surrounded by the people you're surrounded by, mm. if they're whispering sweet nothings to your ear, mm. then you might react a certain way. Mm. If you're a burner and you have certain code of conduct mm. that you you know you see you've that you come you, up you, yeah, in a different way. You now feel like you have to deal with it in a certain way. Mm. And listen, you got friends who are committed to you. Mm. You have friends who are committed to you, so they are always going to react in the name of what security? Absolutely. I guess, yeah. Protecting our own guy, protecting his interests. But ultimately, sure these are human beings. Mm. You know, this is we we saw that situation. We saw that another one with Obafemi Martin. Yep. And CDQ. Um, CDQ, and I burn his name yep. came up again. Yep. Yep. I guess. And I think what's that? Remember that situation Don Jazzy and Olamide. Yeah, right? at the awards, at the Hedy's awards years right. ago, and then you know you had that moment, and then I think the government. Let's just call it the, the government. The big boss. <laughs> yeah, the government <laughs> pulled them together they within said, hours. Come, calm down, relax. Yeah. Hey, 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 you hey! Because they see you as ambassadors. Mm. You're representing the country. Relax. relax. I think we are not enough to have this conversation because mm. we're all colleagues. Yeah, we're all yeah, colleagues yeah. in the same industry. So we need people above Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all colleagues in the same industry. Yeah, because uh, me, I'll come and say, ah, my guy, Bernard, calm down and he'll come and say, let's let's compare each other's accounts. I'll now have to relax. <laughs> 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 yeah, 
yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah, you know what I I'm get, saying to I you? Get you, brother. Hey, I get you, brother. You go to Wizard with us. Hey, old man. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. Oh, old man. Do you know me? It's all right. No, but my point is all jokes aside, it's then just needs to be a conversation that comes from about because remember mm. we're all ambassadors we're mm. all representing a, a territory we're all representing a, a certain culture mm. and we know that Afrobeats as 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 a, an industry as music as just African music in general we hardly sing about beef mm. it's hardly. love and fun it's a lot of fun and even when there's beef we, you know it, it, the, 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 the words in that is very subtle you yeah. know they, they use a lot of metaphors and yeah. stuff but it's generally it's a lot of fun. So mm. we have to show that in our in, in the way we act as well. Mm. Somebody needs to have a conversation to the guys that should be like, because look, we all they're all our brothers, man. Absolutely. And there's they're a lot to lose as well. But, Shopsy, <laughs> let's keep it 100. If we really look at it, it in this situation in Ghana, it's people's livelihoods. A lot of people have died over situations like this mm. because there's money involved. It's not just in music. It's been, you know, I was watching a podcast the other day and Mike Tyson was talking about when he nearly finished on King. Yeah. Yeah, 200 million he, bucks. He, he had Don King running around the car. Don King yeah. got into the car, drove off, oh, left him on the highway. I don't know if you saw yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. This is this because we don't know what transpired what? between yeah, the two of them. Management, and I'm not I'm not yeah. saying that justifies why anything should happen. I'm saying that these, these are the things that lead to because it's life like this. People are coming from certain lifestyles and they become artists. I've got a question for you. Yes, boss. You've you know you've been at the top of the game for a while now, yeah. you know, I one of the things that I always try to remind people when I speak about Eddie Caddy is, yes, we got to the O2 as an Afrobeats community for artists in 2018, but we got there with Eddie Caddy headlining at the O2 almost 10 years earlier. Yes, sir. So you had reached the pinnacle of superstardom that some of our so-called superstars are actually just getting to right now. How do you manage the ego? How did did you kind of control that? Yeah. Being thrust to that those heights quite early on when there was nobody yeah. in your scene that was at that level. I can't speak for anybody else, but I always think that this is a job. Hmm. And I never like to, I don't want to downplay it like it's not a big part of my life. Mm. It is, of course it is. Yeah? It's defined me, it's, it's, it's carried my family name hmm. globally. But ultimately, it's a job, bro. Mm. And if you're able to separate the two, your your life will be quite easy. Because actually, when I come off stage, I will speak to my family the, the way I speak to my family. I'll speak to my friends the normal way I speak to my friends. And my friends still have access to me mm. where they can tell me to behave. Mm. Because actually, a lot of my friends are not in the industry like that. So, and it's like, what we, I can't give them anything that they can't give me. Mm. Just, does that make sense? Mm. So it's, the the, 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 the yes people I don't really exist in my life like that. Right. If I'm not happy about something, I express myself. I, I, as it is my life, I'm allowed to walk away. Just like anyone working in a normal industry can yep. walk away. Yep. But one thing about it is, fame cannot be your friend though. Mm. Bro, because people like, it's not that people like you. People like the idea of okay. you. So then that's why, when I, I, I walk into the club where I see, oh, I remember during those times, yeah? I found myself at Oxford Circus Station. Big man, I came up the train and it was about a group of 20 kids. He said, what are you carry? Pass a little dance now. <laughs> they didn't ask me how things are. <laughs> they asked me, how's the situation in Congo? All these things matter to me. They're part of me. How are you? How's life? What do you think of what's happening in the world? They said, pass, pass a, a dance. little dance. There was 20 of them. Average age 18. I didn't shop it. God, 
it was a decision where Jesus had to be involved. God, do I dance and save myself? Or do I not dance and not save myself? <laughs> do you understand that? I can't. I had to now, the inner Congolism is like, boys, ah, come on, down. respect yourself. Yeah, you know who you are. So, like, come on, man. <laughs> it was like, I was playing tennis. Oh my God, bro. Oh, come on, man. This is a little dance, man. This is now where the fan started to retract. It became man. It became beef. Yeah. So now ego said to me, I could just say, but there's 20 of them, first of all. Mm. And the 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 his was crazy, right? The memory that they'll have of me is will that... be we met this guy and he was asking, a jack. So I had to, I said, listen, boys, who's got Snapchat here? I'm going to give it to you once and I'm leaving. Wait, 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 take it. Fans left. My ego said to me, mm. do you know what? And I'm not saying that, you know, every time someone said to me, I said, dance. No, but you, you, you calculate Yeah, 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 yeah. But my ego said to me, don't do it. But a part of me just said, you know what? I, I walked up and, and I can tell that story now mm. because it's like, it was, it's mm. just what it is. Mm. But it's about humility. Mm. Those kids loved it after they did it. They probably go, right, I'm sorry, I think I did it. Cool. And it's not every time you're going to do that. My point is, though, you've got to separate the two. All the noise, mm. everything that happens. I'll finish shows or go back to my parents' house. My parents would be up the stairs asking me, "Wow, oh, that was amazing. Mm. How did you feel today, Baba? Cool. Then I'll be talking to my friends and my, my siblings. Mm. It's normal. Mm. When I, I'll go back to my country and I'm wearing my shorts and my T-shirts and my family's looking at me like, so this is you? Mm. So yeah, 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 it's hot. It's, it's hot. So my thing is, mm. it's about being able to understand it is a job. One day, they're not going to say to you in the middle of Oxford Street, bust a little dance. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying to you? Mm. One day you're going to walk straight past them. Mm. You straight past them, you are a Casper the Friendly Ghost. Mm. They it's, don't even recognize They don't even recognize you. So, so my damn. thing is, is understanding that it's going to, and, and it's happened. I've had those more, like, I think for me, thank God, and you know, you know mm. uh, better than anyone, that I've been able to take advantage reinvent. of, yeah, take advantage of the different aspects of who I am. Yep. Do you know what I mean? And I wouldn't even say reinvent. Yep. I would just say tap into the different aspects of being yep. an African. Yep. Do you understand? Know In terms of comedy telling my story of who I am as an African and being able to break that stereotype, mm. going to Afrobeats and exercising the love for my culture. Mm. You know what I mean? Being a contributor on certain platforms mm. just because there, there are conversations that need to be told and because a lot of people are blindsided. Well, that's a side exactly. of Exactly. So I think because of that, there's so much to being African. If we exercise it, you're able to just constantly. But Absolutely. even during that time, you don't recognize, get recognized as much. And I don't even mean physically sometimes. People just stop talking about you. Mm. What happened to Eddie? He doesn't do comedy no more. Oh, he fell off. But that's okay because mm. you have to know your journey. So because you know your journey, you never react to almost becoming the, the little baits. Yeah. yeah, so it's about, once again, to answer your question, bro, mm. it's about separating the two worlds, man, and you'll be okay. I hope a lot of people do that, man. Well, from Ghana, we head over to East Africa, yeah. Kenya to be exact, where comedian Eric Omonde has been reportedly arrested for his ongoing show, Wife Material. Now, the comedian is in the second series of the controversial reality show, Wife Material, that has been heavily criticized by the chairman of the Kenyan film, uh, I think, Film Board Association yeah. or something like that, who says Eric's content doesn't meet the standards and he also in the past had called Eric's studio a place where young girls were being taught how to have sex with the comedian. Well, it's been reported that Eric is under arrest after clips of a scene of the reality show was seen where two ladies were fighting in the club and the police had to break 
the scuffle, ensuring the safety of everyone. Now, the chairman of the film board has promised that Eric will face the full wrath of the law for his illegal television show. Now, a little background on this story is Eric Monday, obviously, is one of the biggest comedians, popular comedians in, in Africa. <laughs> and over the last five or six months, he has faced incredible criticism for his social media uh, reality series where he said he was looking for a wife. Initially, the first series, people didn't know it was a reality show and people really bought into it. The fact that he's good. Yeah. Exactly. Like they were really voting for people yeah, that yeah, they yeah. felt had the qualities to be his wife. However, from the go first time he started the show, the criticisms are coming right, right, right. because he was kissing on, on screen right. and he was kissing a variety of women. They didn't Enjoy like that. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't like that. So now, once the second series was announced, you know, before then, his studio was closed down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, he yeah. had that issue. issue yeah. And then this has come up again. What are your, Being a comedian, first of all, what are your thoughts about this story, about your brother, Eric? And, and yeah, what are your thoughts? First of bro? all, he's one of the best comments we've got coming out of the continent. Facts. But none like, yo, the guy is serious. Um, he, so he's done a lot, I think, for um, not just East Africa, but the continent yeah. as a whole. Great talent. Um, I remember seeing the story about his studio who's being attacked because he was expanding. I think yes. he's, he's a very forward-thinking and, uh, you know, just ex expansive type of um, comedian. And he's always trying to do something new. Yeah. He has no fear. No bro, fear, bro. This guy will wear diapers and do it. <laughs> he has no fear. Yeah, he's done he all sorts no, of no, like, no So, Eric will stand in the middle of Manhattan, dress up as a Maasai and do nonsense. Yeah, yeah. Now, so that's the kind of person. So he's already loud and whatever, right? Yeah. Cool. And I think he is a national treasure. And Absolutely. I think that's one of the reasons why. The most followed Kenyan there you on go. social media. So this is probably one of the reasons why this has become the thing. Because yes. you have to understand, in Africa, we're very reserved. Mm. Like, there's a thing of where in Africa, it's almost like nobody touches anybody sexually. But where did okay. we all come from? <laughs> is that, do they make us in a factory? Are we made in a... Are we are we made in the ground? Discovered like the gold that discovered in Congo, yes. just randomly by villages. So we know somehow, somewhere, is some people are playing table tennis somewhere. <laughs> so I think he's take because we have to understand, you know, Gen Z, and he's not part of the Gen Z. He's older, yeah. but he's he's playing in that in field. that pool. Yeah, we're in that. So they are brave. They talk about things yeah. that people, you know, are holding back and talking about. They, they demonstrate things in a different way. And I, I guess he was just trying to move the goalpost a little, a little bit, bit yeah. too fast. Mm, not too far, too, too fast. fast. Because eventually it's going to get to that state. It is going to get to that state. Some places Social already, media already. If you, if you, I mean, you know, some places already open to that. Now, here's the thing. When he first did the reality TV show and I watched it, I was actually confused. Because I'm it, for, because it was Eric, real. Yeah, a part of me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was like, is Eric yeah. trying to find? Yeah. Because he eventually yeah. got one at the yeah. end. Yeah. It, was like a, it looked like there was it a weird like thing a or something. Real thing. Yeah, yeah, I said, wow. So I, that one, I forgot. Then I saw a clip, and I'll never forget. This was maybe five days ago. I saw a clip of women. I know that airport five, in Nairobi. Yeah, I know I'm, that airport. Arriving. I know that airport. I know arrival. I've, I've been in Nairobi a few times. <laughs> They, it was like the, the, the Tanzanian yeah, delegation. You got the delegation. I said, what's, what's happening? What's happening? This is no longer blind dates because I can see. Then the next minute, you know, the uh, Ugandan kid. And there was like nine, ten women, maybe more. Crazy. I said, oh, this is part two. <laughs> so I didn't 
then I saw little clips of obviously them in a the house yeah. and I thought, oh, this, this is very brave. I just yeah. got that feeling because I'm like, I don't know. This will never be allowed in Congo. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> then the clip that I saw next was the fight in the club. club. So, yeah. I, you know, it's all, it's all kind of fragmented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fight in the club. So the next time I heard of it was when, I, you know, you told me the yeah, story. Yeah. What is it? He lost. He lost a lot of sponsorship. We yeah, reported yeah, yeah, that because a couple of weeks ago, he lost loads of sponsorship. You know, this comedy. My argument was this: comedy is probably one of the bravest, of um, course, professions in the world. Of course, you guys, through the lenses of your own eyes, speak on reality, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. find ways to present yeah, it to yeah, the yeah, public yeah, for sure. in such a way that we can consume it. For sure. It's an art that also relies heavily on freedom of speech. Yes. And this is very good, Shopsy. And this is why some people have had to leave their countries mm. to excel mm. and be able to talk about certain things. I have friends who are in, in certain parts of the continent who literally will tell you, bro, I my comedy club gets shut down every week because I'm talking about certain things. I'm either talking about a leader, uh, I'm, I'm talking about very, you know, a, a certain subject matter that said this, that this cannot stand in our country. But then there's a line that you mentioned, Shops, mm. which was that there was something to do with young girls. I don't want to... Yeah, because the, the film board basically looked at the situation where, because there were scenes where, you know, I think Eric was probably speaking to the women about uh, how he loves, you know, yeah, how but he wants the to... women or young... To young just work, because to they're be very young. Yeah, What's as young? Far as, no, so, as so, far as the chairman is concerned, yeah, yeah, they are all young. the women on that program are young, are young girls. He's calling them young girls as far as he's concerned. Yeah. But we have to know because I think it's very important that people don't... Clarity. Think, oh, yeah, it has to be... They're just grooming no, underage no. girls. Because when you read the letter, you think, hey, Eric, even me, I said, I, I knew him back in the day. So that's where it gets, you know, because it, they're looking at that way, they're going to treat her accordingly because, you know, if, if the, the senior members of government mm. are looking at and saying, listen, these are young girls. Because you know, as in our culture, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you're 30, you're young. You're young. Bro. You're still living you're at home. 30. Are you, are you, yes. just, you know, you, start, you started walking. <laughs> Uncle, I'm 30. <laughs> but I just remember yesterday, you were scrolling. You know what I'm saying to you? So because they're looking at that way, they're going to treat accordingly. Another thing is power. Let's keep it 100. Mm. When a man gets too much power, they have to be able to bring you down. The issue in with Eric, areas. yo, the issue with Eric's studio was a big issue because it was it was like you haven't got the where it was. It was in a residential, was in a residential area. area, and they said he hasn't got the right license to be able to do that. Yeah. but apparently he did. It was just he was being hated. And on. there were other places, other stations, stations on that exactly. same. Exactly. Yeah. So I think this was about him getting too much power, but once again, you have to know your country. Read the room. I give it to my brother Eric for pushing. The golf post. I, I think he has hit the post. <laughs> it will be resolved. I think he's got a, you know, it so, wasn't, I don't think he was harmful to anybody. Yep. Unfortunate with the fight that happened in the in the club. Yep. I guess the girl, you know, they're, they're, women, they're fighting. Yeah, they're fighting for love fighting and attention. Love. They've seen the house. They've seen they've the lifestyle. They've seen the money. My brother she drives a ring. I'm, I'm not going back to Dar es Salaam. Come on. He calls himself the president of African no, comedy. I am not going back to Dar es Salaam. The girl said, there's no way I'm going back to Kampala. No way, that long drive from Entebbe to Kampala. I'm not going back. I'm staying <laughs> here. So she's fighting for her rights. Good luck to them. Now, um, <laughs> this one is definitely going to crack you up. Uh, over to Nigeria, where this week a fisherman caught the headlines after catching what looked like a swordfish in an area in River State. Now, the proud fisherman was seen taking pictures with the dead fish before sharing the find with the other villagers 
who must have enjoyed an incredible feast that night. Yeah. Well, after the images went viral, it was later confirmed that the fish they caught was the extremely rare blue marlin fish, which goes for, listen to this, between $2 million and $3 million on the open market. In Naira, that will be around $1.5 billion Naira. Uh, sadly, by the time the world got to know about the catch and the, you know, the price of the unique fish, the villagers had completely gulped the entire fish and could only dream of what such a payday would have meant to the fisherman and his community. Yes. My brother, how do we address this one? Let me, let me take my time with this one. I'm going to take my time with this. There's a few things I want to address. Because you know one thing with me and you. <laughs> I don't let you get away with anything. Even the way you wrote. Did you? Did, I this, wrote that. This, you wrote that. that right? That's me. You're a crew man. Because you see what it is here. Let's start. First of all, I'm going to start with these two words. Yeah. So what? <laughs> so what is 2.5 million, 10 million, 3.5? That's the first. We'll come back yeah. to the other side. Secondly, stop this conversion that you people do. <laughs> To 1.5 billion. Stop man. this conversion that you people do that because if he saw that, he'll become Elon Musk. <laughs> bro, he will he fly. Was, Listen bro, to me. He was about need, to be huge. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. Don't do it. Let's stop miseducating our people. <laughs> okay, talk Do you to me. know the amount of things that we discover on the continent hmm. that they are aware of, but we never get a penny from it? Come on, talk to me, brother. Let's stop it. The other day, was you know one of the people? That sent me that clip. Oh, look what's going on in Congo. They've discovered gold yeah. in the villages of Congo. Yeah, I had 25 million people. All my friends. Anyone in any way they can get through to me, they got through to me. <laughs> DM, Snapchat, email, all the old, old, my old MySpace account. <laughs> my top friends, they were all sending me this video. And they would just lay it on my, my phone. Same so point. I was like, so what is this? And some people who were stupid enough to elaborate on the video said, so Ed, do you know where this village is? Yeah, I do. Yeah, but let's go on Google Map. Let me get my Oyster card so we can go to this village. My auntie happens to live there. I'm going to dig the yeah, ground. By the time we, 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 we fill in our forms to justify why we're leaving London, yeah, first of all, and then we land in Congo to not get a domestic flight to where that place may be. By the time we now have to quarantine and we go and find this gold, that is, that, listen, let me tell you something. Everything that we see as images, we should never believe. Mm. So, going back to mm. once again, mm. the things was valued after they gulped it. I'm glad my people got to eat. Mm. Hunger. Because somebody else would have eaten. Are you mad? Do you think, I come that's from the Democratic big. Republic of Congo. If all those things that we have in our country, that's natural, that fish will come out again in our country, right? Just like the way gold comes out of my country, uranium, all these things. If that was the case, is it only today they found out the, the, the price of gold? So how come my people are not eating? Mm. If we know that the gold is expensive, we mm. know the price. If we know that rubber is expensive, if we know that diamond is expensive, why, why are, are my people not poor? eating? So it's now that you're going to tell me they've discovered that this fish. fish. Oh, mate, sorry. Oh, you've eaten the fish. I'd have given you 1.5 million. <laughs> What's that in your language? <laughs> 25 billion naira? Oh, sorry, son. So bet like, come back next week. Shut up. Damn. If they found that fish, mm. if Jamie had found that fish, you think it'll make news? Do you know how many times no, they found no, that fish? Yeah. It has been moving. Our brother, I'm glad he ate it. I'm glad he because ate it. They, 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 Yo, yeah, that's they, why I said to you, so what? Mm. Let's stop this. Mm. Africa, God will keep replenishing. You see that fish? So that fish is still there. That fish has cousins. That fish has cousins, has neighbors. Ah, That fish has, has, has adopted mm. stepfathers. They're all underneath there. 
More is they will find out more. And I want to test them. You know, some people will be sleeping at the river. They are right? sleeping, bro. <laughs> and I want to test them. I want them to go and find the next fish that comes out. Let them not eat it. And then let's see if they'll get the 1.5 million. Mm. We'll sit here for 30 years and see if that one. But let's stop this nonsense. Mm. Making a brother who enjoyed this food now regret. <laughs> After eating such a lovely meal, you're now keep making him depressed. Leave my people alone, man. Leave <laughs> my is, people alone. Did you see the picture I took by I the fish when I saw what I said? Bro, I don't show, but how many times have you eaten tilapia? How many times do you care what fish it is? You enjoy it. Put paper on top of it. You enjoy it. 1.5 million. If that was the case, we would have never left Africa. Let's It's making me angry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's move on. Yeah. Well, over to the United Kingdom, where this week's undeniable headline news was the bombshell interview Meghan Markle gave the media tycoon, Oprah Winfrey. In the interview, both Harry and Meghan shared their thoughts on the reasons for leaving behind England and their titles for the safety of their family and more importantly their mental health too. Now in addition to revelations of fallouts with Harry's dad and sister-in-law the headline was made by the re revelation that someone in the royal household made a reference to Harry and Meghan's young son's skin complexion and basically being of black heritage. Well once that hit uh, hit the fan, the knives were out for Meghan and Harry and popular broadcaster Piers Morgan didn't take to the interview and revelations lightly and went from clashing with his TV colleague Alex Beresford to being slammed by commentator Shola Shobamimu and ultimately walking out on air and finally out of the TV show uh, GMB after he was asked to apologize for his statement saying he didn't believe Meghan Markle felt suicidal. The broadcaster remained defiant, saying his thoughts were basically exercising his right to freedom of speech, and we all should be allowed that. This conversation has rumbled and rumbled and rumbled. Two things, two major things that came out of there. Yes, boss. Sweet. The first one is the fact that uh, a member of the royal household made reference to uh, Harry's son's skin complexion. Mm -hmm. A surprise to you? <laughs> oh, shock horror. I lost sleep. <laughs> I can't believe it. Hmm. I can't believe it. The leaders of the Commonwealth would dare talk about skin color. How? Wow. Hmm. I mean, I often wondered how we got colonized in the first place. I hmm. often wondered how we got to be called the Commonwealth when the wealth is not common. Hmm. I often wondered if skin had anything to do with it. How come Netherlands was not colonized? I often wondered, mm. my friend, how, how come Belgium was not colonized? How come Finland was not? How come Sweden was not colonized? Oh, what a coincidence. Mm. But, you know, uh, Lesotho, Botswana. Mm. I often wonder. No, bro. No. I'm not shocked. Mm. And you know, I came for you Absolutely. on your page. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll tell you why. Because the second, one of the yeah, reasons she came was because... Uh, Harry's relationship with yeah. his father, yeah. the the breakdown of that relationship and the way he spoke about his father, you know, as a father myself, you know, I, 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 there was something that I felt there yeah. that the one person that what you, you want to, to, to approve of everything you do yes. seems to be the one person that doesn't want to pick up his calls. Okay. However, you weren't happy about sympathizing with Harry. No, it's not about sympathizing with Harry or not sympathizing with Harry. Mm. I, I was very clear in my comment. I said this, Shafi. These are elite people's problems. Let's talk about it. These are elite people's issues. Mm. Do you understand? Like, mm. we've got so many issues that we need to deal with that yeah. have not been taken care of. Mm. We'll not park that aside and worry about Harry and his dad. Mm. Hey, bro, come on now. <laughs> because remember, in that same interview, what did he say? He said, thank God for my mother's inheritance. The money mommy left me. <laughs> I would have been starving. 
Bro, I, I started drinking popcorn. I never drank popcorn. <laughs> I was so confused. I drank popcorn. I ate my water. Because the money mommy left was... I said, do you mean what? This is not my issue. I can't relate. You've just kicked me out of this conversation. Facts. My, my thing is this, right? We need to stop... And I don't want to... If I say... When you I say... Talk. No, 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 no. Me, I don't it's hold back. When I, but I, I want to pick my words very carefully yes. so it hits home, so Absolutely. I convey my message. Because when I say we need to stop, it's like I'm calling up for something that is just not going to stop. Mm. But... I think we, we have to start having more conversations about how what racism is mm. and how it affects us. Have you realized what's come out of these conversations is once again mm. is just memes and laughter. That's yes. how because as as yep. as a people we're so traumatized, we deal with trauma. We don't even want to admit that it's trauma that we deal with. We deal with the trauma of 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 racism, racism and and discrimination and all the, the history of you know being lied to that slavery is where our history starts mm. and believing the fact and not knowing that we come from kings and queens and mm. doing our research because of that trauma and and I, when I say as a people I don't just mean the Africans who were born in the motherland African Americans those yep. that are in Brazil yep. Yep. all over right because of that trauma we always tend to use laughter put laughter at the forefront. To deal with it because that's how we deal with it. We laugh, everything becomes a meme. Mm. You know, Archie, when he's 21, is going to be dancing as on top. You know, it, and we laugh. And then what happens is the younger generation are also mm. picking that up because all for them, they're not even asking about uh, education. They don't want to learn why is this such an issue. Mm. Yeah? Mm. So when you saw with Sharon Osbourne recently, I, yeah. I don't know, yeah, yeah I with, with Sharon Underwood and yeah. whatever uh, yeah. show that they, they do, yeah. and there was a line in there. With that situation, when she thought that she was being accused yes, of being racist really because racist. she backpierced Morgan, yeah. and what Cheryl was saying to you is saying, "Listen, mm. yeah, if you are not there holding your friend accountable, you are as bad as your friend." Yeah. Sharon said, "What is it yeah, that he said I was racist? Yeah. Educate me." Mm. And I thought, "What? Yeah. Listen, once again, you see, we're not even educating ourselves, mm. and we're being asked to educate." We don't even know why we turn these things into memes because we want because that's a way of us lessening the pain that we're looked down upon. Mm. But actually, I think now is the time to start talking about solutions. What are we doing about the fact that everything that is mentioned in the realms of being black is put down? Everything that's mentioned in the realms of being black is victimization. We're looked as lesser, but we come from a continent of how many people? Yeah. Bro. Thank you very much. Where the you come from a country. From. You, you alone, your country, there's over, over 200,000. My country, there's over 86,000. It just thinks million. That's sorry. crazy. You know what I'm saying bro. to you? So, when we when we think about that, we have to understand what are worth it. We're not minorities in any shape or form. We are not minorities. Bro. And we need to get that mindset. Because here's the thing I would be lying to you as Eddie, bro, if I sat here and answered your question based on what you read. Mm. It has nothing to do with me, bro. Mm. That's the truth. What it has got to do with me in that situation is about understanding who we are as a people. How do we deal with racism? Which is why I said earlier, I'm very happy about how young um, diasporans are going back home and really connecting. Because we need to empower ourselves back home in order to feel value here. This is not the first time that black people, Africans have come to Europe. They've been coming from before. Mm. They were part of the uh, general society uh, across Europe, in Portugal and in Spain and going back and forth. So let's let not people lie to us to say that, you know, we should feel um, privileged to be in this country. Mm. I'm grateful for growing up in the UK where I've got access to things that my cousins and my relatives, everyone back home, I've not had. But that doesn't mean I should feel a certain... A sense Special. Of, yeah. Nah. You know, there's this thing where you have to understand we also have added. We have Facts. added to this culture. Facts. And if they don't want us, 
we do our thing and we just keep building until the generation and the next generation understand their value. Now, as a woman, Megan, going for what she goes for. I don't want to speak for women. No woman should have to go through that. No woman should have to go through. The mental health. Yeah, because of because of 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 um your race already, we put that aside. But just because of maybe you're not wanted in a certain situation because you fell in love. Yeah. And a lot of people would dispute that and say she didn't fall in love. She knew what she was doing. Yeah. She got herself involved in this situation. I might be one of those people, actually, yeah. that goes, she knew what she was getting herself into. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that she that was... she deserved she, exactly. the treatment. Could me, I'll be watching The Crown. <laughs> but The Crown is fictional, bro. Listen to me, my bro. <laughs> you say it's fictional. <laughs> How many biopics have you watched in your life? You've watched many mm. biopics. So every time you finish watching a biopic like a Biggie Smalls, mm. like a Muhammad Ali, yeah. like a Michael Jackson, you yeah. say fictional. Because when you cross-check, what happens? You go, you, you find okay, this there. thing happened. Yeah. This happened. What happens in biopics is this, especially when you watch something like The Crown. Of course I don't watch and go, everything is true. But guess what? Even Harry said that The Crown is closer he said it with to, his mouth. Yeah, to his reality than other things. So my point is this, what they do is, they take the principles, especially when you do something in the royal family, my yeah. guy, they take the principles of what it means to be a monarch and how history has shown that these principles have been applied mm. and they put it in there. We were never there when uh, the queen was spoke, speaking to Margaret Thatcher. Yeah. We were never there when the queen said to Prince Charles, "You listen, you've got to marry Diana yeah. because you're going to be king one day. You need a squeaky clean image. We was never there in that room. But we understand the principles that's been applied as being part that's of what they what... call the firm and the monarchy. So yeah. when you watch it, if you watch it now and it you compare it to that interview, you go, oh, it makes a lot of yeah. sense. Yeah, the writers of the crown they'll be loving this. My guy, there's a scene. They'll be loving There's a scene it. in the crown. I don't want to ruin it for people that haven't watched it, but there's a scene in the crown. Prince Philip, um, Charles's dad, during the time where Diana is about to really crack, she's had enough. Yeah. She's calling for everyone's help. They've gone to a family gathering. I think it was up in Scotland somewhere, and she's reached out to the queen. The queen said, "I'm too busy to speak to you right now. I've got to feed the dogs." Yeah, this Damn. is this is now. We're not saying that's what the queen said at the time. Yeah. Once again, we applied the principles yep. Yep. of she's like, yo, I'm you busy. signed up for this. Yes. Yeah. This is beneath this is me. Beneath, yeah. Cool. She goes into the room. She's sad. The dad walks in. Philip walks in. What's up? You're not being yourself. What's going on? You know, I'm sick and tired of this family. I'm, if I have to take my eyes into my own hand and go and speak out to the press, he said, you will not do that. He said, listen, we're all outsiders. That's what he said. He said, we are all outsiders. You, you, you're, you're not the only one that's an outsider. Yeah. Everybody, her sister, yeah. this is in reference to the queen. Her sister's an outsider. Her children, are, me, her husband, yeah, is a, they married me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, I couldn't even, they couldn't even take my surname. Mm. We're all outsiders because everything is around this one person who's sovereign, this one woman, because Damn. it's all about her. And no emotion shall be applied. So, my guy, when we look at that situation and you sign up to go into certain families, some things will never change. Yes, no. What about Pierce Morgan's behavior and his defiant stance of, of saying, you know, freedom of speech, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, he's, he's, got, he's got a right to, to express himself. Yo, mm -hmm. listen to me. He has a right to express himself, but we don't have to agree with it. Facts. Number one. Number two, clearly, he told us he took her out on a date. Yeah. Let me at yeah. the shopping. Yeah. I didn't know. Shopsy. Yo, Shopsy. So listen. he must have been in love. Wait there. Shopsy, listen, I can't yeah. make it to that. Do you know who I'm going to? Yeah. My guy, Shopsy. I'll call you back. I'll call you back. Did you do that? Shopsy, you don't call back. Mega Marco. Yeah, from suits. Oh, Eddie, you mad? Are you mad? <laughs> so, bro, trust me, I'll keep you posted. <laughs> Where you not going? Little drink. You know, I ain't we do you. I even take a snap, put it in the group chat. I'm over. The man never got mad. <laughs>
shop. She's like, Eddie told me about this earlier. You, how's it going? How's it going? What, you back at yours? No, 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 no. She took a cab. I put her in a cab because she had to go to a quick party. She got her friends. It was just the first. Okay, cool. So, big how man, far? how far for this guy? <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> Eddie, what's happening? Shops, I'll call you back, man. <laughs> Shops, I'll call you back. You're bothering me. Oh, I'm bothering you. Yesterday, I wasn't bothering you. Today, I'm bothering you. No problem. Wait, so no, no, I'm just, you know, we're going to meet up again. You know me? Yeah, we meet up tonight. Uh, bro, did you meet? Because this is Meghan Markle. We're all gas for you, my guy. Yeah. We're all there rooting for you. Yo, what's happening, bro? I'll call you back. Ah, you call you. Yo, Megan, so what are you saying to me? I, I've been messaging you all day. That pain. The man, the man now saying, yo, what's happening? <laughs> oh, next minute in the group chat, bang. Hey, bro, is that not Megan? I thought you wasn't to link tonight, but she's like, dinner with Harry. Hey, whoa. <laughs> hey, someone please call 911. Yeah. His ego was bro, are you? Now, the guy didn't tell the story that way. Yeah. He told the story in a very mainstream way. Yeah. Hey, you know, wait for dinner. Hey. Hey, 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 I put her in, in the cabin and I find out Prince Harry. That's the party that she went to. The... Yo, he was hurt. He was hurt. In front of the whole world, he told his story and then we watched it happen as she blocked him. On all platforms. Because he should be at the wedding. He should be at the this. He should be the one next to them when they're taking this picture. He should be the guy. It didn't work out that way. Harry probably said, "Not him. Not him. Though. Definitely not him." <laughs> <laughs> you know, Harry. You know, Harry has it in him. Harry's Harry said, "Listen, Harry's from the ends." Yeah. This, <laughs> my man. Harry. This is what Harry did. <laughs> you know how we did it? Did you not see him whining in Jamaica wherever that yeah, was? Yeah, he was in Jamaica. Yeah, Jamaica. he yeah. did a well. Yeah, like, rude boy. Chill. Yeah, but it's like Paris, we had, a, we had a drink, it's a nice guy. Boom. Nah. He walked out. So they blocked him. He's hurt. So what starts to happen is this. When you have to constantly justify, because your emotions yeah. have taken over, you have to constantly justify certain things. It starts to hurt, and then everybody's now understanding what your stance is. Yeah. Gigs. Has come out and Gigs. said, Big man, she didn't want you. <laughs> Blocked. Alan <laughs> Sugar's come out to I say, Oh boy, Blocked. they don't want you. The guy was blocking like Dikem Mutombo, bro. That Sergi Baka <laughs> blocking everybody. So his ego was hurt. Mm. We are watching a real human being's ego crumble. Let's not play, let's not. I think, yeah, we shouldn't devalue ourselves as to constantly pick yeah. up everything that's racist. Yeah. I think so. Okay. I think I think okay. we, I think we are we've got more value than that because we're not because toys. we we're might not, be chasing our emotions. Too much. Yeah, our emotions are not people's toys. Mm. So I think every little thing you look up is more more good. Don't give don't give him that power. Don't give him that power. Say this guy is racist. He is not going to stop racism. Mm. Number one, nothing we say to him is going to change the way he looks at black people. Whatever, if he does that way, mm. right? Nothing's going to do that. What we got to look at ourselves is ourselves again. Mm. Like we, we should have just laugh at the situation and be like, oh, yeah, you know, memes and uh, look up his lost job, whatever. Look at the back and forth he went with Dr. Shola, yeah? Yeah. Boom. Man. Okay. She, she, she gave it to him. She was but like, you're one, disgusting. Yeah. Yes. But once again, yeah. I love it, but I hate seeing my sisters having mm. to stress like that. Our mothers and our mm. aunties and our sisters having to stress like that on TV mm. for people that will never change for them. Mm. The fight is so much bigger. They shouldn't be going out there alone. They shouldn't. They shouldn't, bro. They shouldn't have to mm. be constantly shouting. This woman has shouted for us for a long uh, time. She's you know? going everywhere from BBC to Just CNN. To, yeah, 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 he got sacked off the back of that. Cool. Yeah. But him getting sacked, he'll find a job. Somewhere. This is bro. his country. It's not like go sacked and go sacked back to Nigeria. It, <laughs> the day after that, the day after he walked away from that job, because there's a new news uh, channel coming, launching in June. There you go. It's called GB News. There you go. And GB News is being rumored to be 
what Fox News is in America, oh. which is right-wing madness. Oh. And one of the bosses of GB News was on th this morning, 24 hours ago, saying confidently we already had a conversation with him. Yeah, but also... And we want, we want him to come. Shopsy. <laughs> I read That's his guy. I, I'm not sure if it was on your page, maybe mm. so, but it was someone else's. I saw a little comment and someone said, apparently he already handed in his notice three months ago. He didn't renew his contract. Yeah. yeah, so he already he made already, them feel yeah, yeah, three yeah, months yeah. ago. So this was just his yeah exit. period of exit. Yeah, so yeah. imagine you know you got three months to leave. He said, "Okay, I'm leaving anyway." And guess what? He said when he joined, obviously this morning six years ago, the aim was to defeat the BBC Breakfast in their morning ratings, and he did. And he did Shut on the down. final week. Wow! So the final week of him being on on GMB was when GMB eventually topped breakfast. And that what goes to show, so he tapped into our weakness. Yeah, so he tapped into yeah, yeah. We, gave him, we, we, we gave him that spotlight. This is what I'm saying to you. We're not yeah. toys, bro. Mm. This racism thing is a thing that we're giving so much mm. power. And I'm not saying we should ignore it, mm. but I'm saying we focus more on empowering ourselves. Mm. I'm telling you, bro, I'm not going to raise my, my, my child, mm. my daughter right now, who's a three-year-old, mm. to be telling her, look out for when someone says yeah, this and come yeah, and tell yeah, daddy. No, no, I tell her, you are the best. No one is better than you. Facts. Everything anyone, any other person can do, you can do. Facts. So when they come at you at this angle, you let them know, oh, no, 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 no. I am good at this. Mm. There's nothing. Oh, no, no, no. I got my grandparents back in Congo too. Facts. Oh, no, no. Do you understand what I'm saying to Facts. you? Like, these conversations are real. Like, people need to also see, because this whole, why don't you go back to your country? Not a bad idea sometimes. Mm. Every now and then, let's go back to yeah, our country. Yeah, let's go back home. Go back yeah. home, go to the farm. Don't, don't go think back home and go to the derogatory. No. no. Go back home. This I'd is, love to go to Ghana. But listen. All I'm saying is, yeah, all I'm saying, they're holding one of your own there, you want to go. All I'm saying is, yeah, that let's just remember that we have, different substances mm. to us. We're, we're, we're people who are of substance, bro. Mm. And we need to just keep, like, stop looking for approval everywhere. Stop looking for this acceptance everywhere. Mm. I have, listen, I've got nothing against, um, you know, people who are not black or, or white Caucasian because I think, you know, everyone's an individual. Yeah. Like generally, we've seen history how it's played out. Yeah. Some people have been miseducated in terms of where we sit in society. Yeah. And some, it's just the way people have been brought up. Mm. But that shouldn't take away from the fact that we need to still empower ourselves. We need to know ourselves, not our history. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And like, once we know that, conversation like this, like, should become second or third Thanks. priority. Or Facts. maybe not even priority Facts. at all. Because racism is never going to stop because people are always going to see themselves. Yeah. As, listen, there's people in households that see themselves as better than others. They, back home on, on the continent, there's classism. Colorism. There's all tribes? these things. There's tribal, uh, tribalism. Ooh. So these things have existed. Like, this tribe sees themselves better. So yeah. as human beings and ego as well, that's already one thing. Mm. But if we come together, then... At some point, we empower our children. And in the future, we won't have people like Dr. Shola having to go crazy right, and yeah, mad yeah, because yeah. she knows that this, this, is, guy, this is frustrating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this yeah. one guy who's looking at her saying, calm oh, down. Yeah, You're yeah, so yeah, aggressive. Yeah, yeah. So, and he, that, he that, that, those, those yeah. silly little things they try to me. Hey, listen, you can call a black woman aggressive. Yeah, that's okay. They're passionate. They know what they're talking about. Hmm. Don't play with When a black woman talks, she knows what she's saying. Hmm. Just because it hits you, that's when you start saying Say no, man, she's aggressive. Man, these are they speak passionately. You're happy when she starts, hey, look at you. And then she's like, you're put on weight. You're looking wonderful. Look at your beard. You're looking. Yeah. The moment she doesn't say, you're a fool. Oh, now it's aggression. <laughs> the same tone, Facts. the same eyes, the Facts. same passion. Now it's aggression. Facts. Because you don't like what you're, what you're hearing. hearing. If she came on that show and said, Piers, I agree with you. 
Stand your ground. Forget those people. Peers would have said, I like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go for a drink. I'll put you in the car. Nah, man, she'll block him off. <laughs> Well, over to South Africa, where news broke that South African actress and star of Coming to America, the movie, in Nonzamo Mbatha, revealed her brand partnership with Puma. The star announced that she had collaborated with Puma on their Shandu collection. The one-of-a-kind collection is an ode to Nonzamo's Zulu heritage, the Shandu tribe, which he hails from in, I think it's KwaZulu-Natal. Speaking on the collection, the star highlighted how this is Puma's First collaboration with a young black African woman deserves a round of you applause see? for that. I want women to feel empowered and sexy. This collection is a defining moment of my career. When you put these pieces on, wear them with pride because for the first time, Puma, as a global sports brand, has collaborated with a young black woman from Africa to create a collection, said Nonzamo. Um, the star also took to social media to announce the apparel saying, making history. Who knew a girl from Kwamashu will be the first, she wrote. South African queen. First of all. First, Af yeah, first of all. No, no, go, 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 go. No, yeah. I wanted to say first African woman to partner with a brand like Puma and collect her check, basically. Beautiful thing, man. First, she's, she was one of the positives of the film. Of the movie, uh, yeah. Before I had the opportunity to actually interview her. Wow. Um, BT red carpet so mm. when i was yeah when i was, was two, um, a few years a ago, few years ago yeah a couple of years ago yeah and um you know it was um she, she was just stunning she, she, the dress she was wearing yeah, yeah, yeah. she like she just dropped from space she's like Elon musk dropped her off in one of his, his <laughs> you know the south africa vibes bro i said, I said look, look, look at this tesla girl look at, <laughs> She looked like a Shiny. She looked like a Tesla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody she, needs to drive her. She can drive herself. Facts. My guy, she was driving me, man. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, she's she, yeah, she's stunning, and I just like the way she carried herself in the film. In the movie, um, she. But I've I've followed her work as well. Mm. Uh, her humanitarian work. Yes, she's uh, an she's ambassador. A, for, yeah, I think it's UNICEF. Yeah, or something yeah, like UNHCR that. as yeah. well. So you know, the Refugee Department of yeah. the United Nations, and uh, she just um, you could tell she's got a beautiful soul about mm. her, very traditional, right? Yep. So. These things are these are the things I was, I'm talking about. Please. Facts. When we we value ourselves, these are the things we need to focus on because mm. we are human beings mm. first. Mm. Mm. As human beings, regardless of being black or being white or being, our culture is as important as any other culture. Mm. And when you recognize that and you put yourself as full for represent that, that's these are the kind of kind results of you get. Once again, I'm not I'm not even saying that because oh you know you need an approval from 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 Puma or whatever. Mm. But that's collaboration, collaboration. from any brand, whether it's global, whether it's local. It's a beautiful thing. More of these to come, bro. Facts. South Africa has been breaking grounds for a long time because I think they have more access to, you know, to the to the global market, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But you know, structure. This is a this is a, a calling into that the continent is so vast. There's so many great things to do, you know, to collaborate yep, with. Yep. You know, people go to Congo, the deepest river in the world. Let's mm. do something with that, Puma. If, not, if, if you're not talking about culture. As well. I like I like the fact that they they've tapped into that because Puma mm. has been known to be collaborative with a lot of African teams. Yeah, they, they really support you know Even the African Jamaica, market exactly huge with, exactly. You know that's so amazing. I think this thing here is is a great way to kind of show that the the, the people that we've taken hope away from, mm. like in in Africa, the people that we've said no, don't eat that fish. Wait for me to give you one point five million. <laughs> you don't eat, you stuff. Don't worry, I'll transfer the 1.5 million in your account. Mm. Don't worry, the government wants to, ah, mm. it'll be in your account because you found it, mm. right? Those people are the ones that we've taken hope away from, mm. but this brings back 
massive hope mm-hmm. because it's enough. When you when I go back to Congo, you know, like everybody else, people are enjoying life. One side, there's people that are suffering on one side, yeah. but there's people who still have access, have still got stories to tell, yeah. and geniuses that are out there and talented people that are able to represent global brands just Facts. like any other people we've been exposed to. Facts. So this is and a beautiful this is story. A beautiful man. one. Well done now, to her. Staying in South Africa, where this past week saw riots in Bramfontein, mm. Johannesburg, as students took to the streets to protest against rules that barred students owing fees from registering. Now, the demonstrations got deadly when an onlooker sadly lost his life to gunshots where rubber bullets hit the man repeatedly and he passed away from his injuries. Now, rapper Caspanoves has called on the president, uh, Ramaphosa, to intervene after clashes uh, after clashes and the scenes on Wednesday turned fatal as with students attempted to stage a protest against financial exclusion of some students with historical debt. So basically, some students that failed to pay their, you know, maybe their school fees in the past. Now, Netcare 911 spokesperson Sean Herbst said the man identified on Thursday by the Independent Police Investigation Directorate um, said he was a civilian who was struck twice as he left the building and died at the scene. Commenting on the death, Caspanoves expressed his sadness and added that the situation needed intervention from the president. Now, he said on Twitter, yo, this is sad. This man must be arrested and an example needs to be made. It can't be business as usual. What was the reason for this innocent man to be killed so brutally? Caspar asked. Now, tagging Ramaphosa's official Twitter account. However, once he tweeted, fans started saying he only spoke out because his rival, a.k.a., had spoken up earlier, to which Casper replied angrily, saying speaking up for youth's rights had nothing to do with his rival's tweets, but more to do with the sad situation. It must be said that AK, on the other hand, was getting slammed as well <laughs> as followers criticized him for publicly supporting the ANC party and not speaking up. Obviously, it's a sad situation in South Africa. Hopefully, you know, they resolve these matters where, you know, young men and women at the universities, whether they, they, they can afford it or not, still want to register, carry on their education to become yeah, leaders yeah, yeah, of yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. We must find a way to ensure that people have access to education with or without money, especially on the continent where there's so much knowledge being shared. Secondly, it's a sad situation where someone, an onlooker, loses their life, again, at the hands of the police forces. Uh, The images that we saw there just makes me think, if the police were that tough on students, how come they couldn't quell the xenophobic problems that we saw in South Africa years ago? Um, Do you understand? Instructions, my bro. Instructions. You know, you know, it's, you a, know? it's a, and you know, I, I, you should keep that face. That face should be the logo of we need to do better. I'm telling you. Because, you know, um, I think, first of all, to Casper, uh, aka, look, they've spoken, right? Yep. They spoke. So let's give it that. I think sometimes the he's only speaking because uh, he spoke. Yeah, he spoke. He spoke. You use his platform. That, that, those words that you've used, use that energy to also speak. Facts. So let's be, we can disagree with each other, we can argue, we can have personal vendetta or personal views, but let's, as we're doing that, yep. let's represent the family. Like, we can argue indoors, yep. but outside, let's march together. Hmm. And I think that's one of the things where, you know, um, we're lacking. Secondly, empowering, there's this tradition that we have of power just means that tough uncle who is always right. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter you as the child, even if you know you don't know, you'll always be wrong, regardless mm. of your potential, regardless of your information, regardless of what it is. We're not investing in the future. Mm. 
Like this, we're living in the future now of the past. Facts. Do you understand? That's so our deep. yeah, so our past, what we didn't invest in, is showing, it's now, showing again. up now. Because you know, we're, you're raising adults who are wanting to leave the country, escape, mm. take their talent elsewhere, and then other adults who are crippled and they can't pass anything on to their children. Mm. Where education should be the bare minimum that we should be given. Right. Because you know, like as our people. Naturally, we're born with value. Mm. Naturally, without education, we're already smart. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We are already smart. Yep. So it's like my my grandfather wasn't educated when he left the village at the age of fifteen. Gave it taught himself maths. You know, became pretty good a pretty good entrepreneur. Once the Belgians had left uh, after colonialism, he became a, a well, businessman. Yeah. You know, making money. He learned. He learned. He taught. You know, self taught. And there's many many of those stories. Facts. So. That is without the extra information that we've got to apply to mm. them to now equip them to survive in the world. But because we don't think about that, all we think about is short term, about how can my family benefit for this next eight years that I'm in power. Yep. We don't understand that we're also affecting our future. You're, you're affecting your future, yeah. you know, children, your yep. children's children. So, like I said, if we start thinking about those situations now, Things like this in South Africa will be happening. When you're talking about xenophobia, it also comes down to education again. And that's why I said, Chopsy, earlier, hmm. fo- when we focus on racism and those things, yeah, we don't understand that as we're not in, as much as we're focusing on that and it's important to make sure that those things don't affect us, that people don't look down on us, we also have to invest in that self. Because if we're doing that, when we start to invest in ourselves, what, what tends to happen is we get to a stage where as adults, as older people, mm. we understand each other's values. So xenophobia doesn't become a thing. People don't look at what, why would you come from Nigeria, come to my country, and you guys are You just understand that, well, I'm so happy my brother's making it because we need more of this. Mm. It's a representation of who I am. Mm. But what happens is you, we get a, a crab in a barrel, crab in a bucket. What's vibe. this? How comes? How comes it's you? How comes it's you? But no, empower you so you can empower me. Right. That's the issue that we have, and that's going across the continent. This story yeah, here is yeah. one story that's made it. Yeah. But the idea of having our brothers who are police yeah. also beating on us Citizens because they're in a position of power. That quick power, that quick power that you've been you've been starved of mm. because everybody's fighting for that power. Once you get it, you want to show that I've crossed over. I'm in a better position than you. Look at me, I'm shining. Almost like a slave master yeah, 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 type yeah, yeah, yeah. of we, energy. We, we, we inherit that. But if we focus on empowerment, these things won't happen, man. Mm. Simple. Well, over to the USA where a video went viral showing a woman walking <laughs> in on her, on her boyfriend entertaining another lady in her own flat. Chai. Now, the woman recording the video apparently walked in on her boyfriend in bed, or shall I say on the floor, mm. with another woman in an apartment yes. he lived in mm. with her. Mm. And it has to be said that she owned the flat. Now, in the clip, the man can be seen gobsmacked <laughs> with nothing to say whilst his guest caught up got dressed and also took aim at the young man saying he put her life at risk by bringing her to another woman's house. It also appeared that the man never told the other lady he had a girlfriend. My brother, yes, Papa, you saw this video. I did for you. <laughs> Where do we pick these bones? Is it the fact that the brother was, too, was so brave enough that he invited another lady to his girlfriend's apartment? What is my own? <laughs> Ah, I watched this thing because you sent it to me. The guy turned into Charlie Chaplin. Speechless. Bro, bro, bro. Speechless. 
Because at that very moment in time, he realized his I life have rent to pay. <laughs> no, I have rent. He's homeless, to pay. bro. Yeah. Because you see, her, it's the woman her calmness at first. Yeah. she laughed. Do you know how ridiculous it is to get caught cheating and they're laughing at you? <laughs> it means you're not even a cheater. You're, you're, just, you're cheating on yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you're just. They laughed at you. She said, ah, in my house, my bed. Do you know the story he told that girl to get her to that house? Dang. And then during the time when they're in the house, they, yeah, I converted this side, you know. I wanted a theme wall. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted a theme wall, so I learned. Yeah, I have plans to. In fact, was that the time where I'm expecting delivery from Amazon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coffee. Exactly. <laughs> and then they, so where's the bed? Where's? Where's the, because here's the thing, and I need, I need answers from the woman too. Is this the current bed that, <laughs> that you guys on the use? Floor? Or did he not use the bed the room? Yeah. No. What was it? Yeah, what happened? Speak, speak. I think your mic. So, um, <laughs> oh, this is how you've been sitting. Please, please, I beg you. Yeah. What has happened is yeah. the lady in question that owns the flat, yeah. they had moved, she had moved to a new property. So oh she was in the process of moving stuff out Thank to the you new property. So, much. so he just so quickly she had kicked him out of the new property. He went to go and carry a woman to the, the old property. So wait, so she had kicked him out. See that information is coming. Yeah. So they were technically not together. Already. She kicked him out of the new property. So she had and she, caught him in the old property, property so, with a girl on the floor. So what that was was that was a dissolved transition from my media. That's why she couldn't even be angry anymore. She's like, oh, so what's happened is he said, okay, so you've kicked me out. Let me go and reminisce. Let me go and rebound in the old property. You see, this is an info because people yeah, made it look like they live together. She went Tesco. She went to work. Yeah, she went to work. And my man just quickly put quickly. something and tried to. He, that was, so that was, do you know how they have revenge porn? Yeah. What do we call this one? It's a revenge catch. It's it is a she in the eye. But look. But did you see that other lady? The way the other lady no, no, no. got up and said, you know, you're, 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 that. you're, that you're, you're, you're playing. <laughs> yeah, big time. You big time. I think, yeah. I think she, she knew who it was. <laughs> she knew who it was. But they still left together. They, they left. Did they leave together? Of course they did. Let me tell you something. She knew who it was because, and then the woman was like, listen, you're lucky you caught me in a good mood. Because I could have attacked you. Beaten you I would have beaten you up. Did you? There was a I was because scared for her. I remember seeing a clip. Oh, listen, I remember seeing a clip of I think it was in the middle of Manhattan, somewhere in Times Square. Yeah. A woman catches a guy with another woman. She says to him, "Let me call my brothers." He says, "No, no, 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 no. There's no need for that." Are you for real? So you know how we get down. Are you for Yeah, you know how we get down. Let me call my brothers. She said, "No." He said, "All right." All right, I'm not going to call my brothers, but take off those boots that I bought you. Take the trousers off, Tata. Take the t-shirt off, Tata. <laughs> and take, he took it oh, off. Come on, take the belt off that I bought you. Gosh. Took it all off. <laughs> what do you mean? Man? This is like, my thing is, yeah, I, don't, I never understand these things, you know. The thing is, you decided to take the risk. Mm. Risk comes with consequences. Thank you. You got caught eh, in the old house. <laughs> you know, so, so, you know, it was rebound. The woman, maybe... She already moved in a new guy in the new house. So we don't even know how everybody moved on. There was one video I saw one time was so funny. This guy, he had just been released from prison and he came to his old Mrs. Uh, don't, do, don't finish the story. No, but don't finish He walked story. into the new into his old girl's place ah. and she already had a new man. Ah, and he bro. just jumped on the bed. He's like, I'm an alpha male, man. Get 
get out of this place. And the guy said, hey, we, we already have a son. He said, you and your kid, get out. This is my girl. And the girl couldn't Yeah, talk. but he's, he's delusional. <laughs> How long he's was he inside for? I'm an alpha male. We don't even <laughs> do that. That's what the guy said. We don't do I'm that. I'm an alpha male, man. This is, I'm a, I'm a, this is WWF. Up. We now watch UFC, my guy. We now deal with Israel Adesanya. We don't do Randy Savage. We don't do Ultimate Warrior, Hulk Hogan. Those days are gone, my guy. We do Israel Adesanya. We calm down. Calm down. You've been in prison for how long? You've come and said, but I'm an alpha male. So this is March. Samia should be waiting. She should have been waiting. And you're lucky I'm giving you a pass. Now take your take your child and get the hell out of here. And then what you're going to do when they do not leave the child? You're not going to convince a woman. She's yeah, going to say, she's you're so romantic. Oh, she'll yeah. be... This is that, bro, let's, let's not get into this scary <laughs> woman thing. Let's not get into but, that. Uh, before we we round up, we just have like one or two topics yeah, before yeah. we finish. You know, last time I was here with a guest of mine, there was a direct assault on the Nigerian man <laughs> where they picked, you know, they picked oh, us apart. They claimed we were liars. They oh, said, man. you know, we had no truth in us. We consistently were uh, philandras. They, it, it was ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And I, I stand to bash that. I think it's absolute trash. Um, however, how's it going for Congolese, man? I know we're okay. We're okay. Thank you for asking about that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for asking about Thank you for, asking about Thank you for checking on like, during this pandemic. You know, because obviously, you know, Congolese men are notorious for Being their waste being waste man, man. With our do you waste. understand? Your waste yes. has been ridiculous and yes. popular for a while. Yes. Uh, and, and some people have insinuated that the reason the waste has been that flexible mm -hmm. is due to you know actions that probably cannot be spoken on, on national television. How did we get here? For this, to know, to know, to know. is this Eric Mondi's? With this Eric Mondi situation, Eric Mondi, we're in Great Britain. We're in Great Britain. Freedom, freedom of speech. It's, so yeah, Congolese so, men are not under any. And and they what? Like nobody has pointed anything. Yeah, they what? have. But let me tell you something about life. Yeah. Right? Because you're my older. But yeah. let me tell you something yeah, about life. My life. Talk to me. Talk you to see, me. the thing is, when people start saying, oh, look at um, a Nigerian woman said, look yeah. at this Nigerian guy. Let me tell you one thing I've learned. I will go with a Nigerian girl. Eh? We'll be together for 10 years. The 11th year she'll marry a Nigerian man. Mm. So she's me? still coming back. No, 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 she's coming back. Even though she thinks that we're waiting. Domestic, that, that domestic abuse is domestic abuse. Listen, has your mother, when you was growing up, did she never say your breath stinks inside mm. the house? Go brush your teeth. When you're out in public. That's my son. Yeah? Now, the thing about her is this, yeah? They will have those domestics. Because mm. when she say Nigerian men, they talk it together. It's love. It's fashion. They want us to be better. We want you to be better. Mm. Because they don't care. They'll be enjoying the bug. They'll be enjoying the way since I come. So when I hear people talk about, oh, this Congolese man, Congolese man like this, especially if he's coming from a Congolese yes. girl, I say, that's cool. You speak about your experience. Yeah? Your experience with Congolese men. Mm. Then I ask you, how many Congolese men have you been with? Hey, you have been busy, yeah? <laughs> because to generalize like that, you're really looking at, this is not Russian roulette anymore. Mm. Because mm. you're playing Congolese roulette. So which means that you have tested and sampled all type, tall, short, mm. wide, broke, money, X, mm. current, to now be able to come with to a judge. Eh, because that's what analytics is. We all went ah, to university. Like that. So my point is, when you're criticizing, you also have to understand for every Congolese man that you'll say is bad, there's some fantastic ones. Mm. There's, some, they, they, there's some amazing ones. Get on with it. Mm. If not, go to uh, Uzbekistan. And, and pick your man from there. Go to, go to Greenland. It is it. cold there. 
Since you don't like it, go to the cold. Since we're on the Congolese topic, is it possible to tell the Afrobeats, Afropop story mm. without a mention of Congo? Impossible. How? The late um, DJ Arafat said it. He said you'd be a fool, ignorant, to say that even Coupe de Calais, Ivorian music, was not influenced by Congolese music. Awilo mm. Longomba. We all know where that music came from, that beat. He took mm. it out of Congo and, and, and he became an ambassador of Congolese music. You know? And he wasn't he wasn't the biggest star that came out of the country. Mm. You know? Then you 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 now when you're listening to to what what you, you guys now everybody's doing you know, Zanku and mm. they're doing all, all these movements that you guys are seeing, mm. you know, like Francophone music, Congolese music is the base. Don't let people lie to you. And I think when people do their research, once again, you know. It's like when we're talking about slavery, and I don't want to mm. use this as an, an example before they call me Kanye West. But what I'm saying is that when we look at black history, we go, black history only started with slavery. Mm. We are cheating ourselves on real history. People haven't gone beyond that. So, so when we go, oh yeah, you know, Nigerian music, Ghanaian music, is Afrobeats, yeah, Whiskey, and David mm. amazingly talented guys. Yeah. But then when you dig deeper, you have to say, who influenced them? Who influenced those that influenced them? Mm. What were those people doing back in the days? Mm. When you do your research and start looking at people like Franco, Papa Wemba, mm. you know, these are these are these are real, mm. real artists, you mm. know, Madilu system. Mm. These are real artists. Before you even get to the Kofi Olomide and the Fali Ipupa, the eventual so like Congolese music. You have to understand, in a Congolese song, ah <laughs> Baba. It's, 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 Congolese it's, it's, song gives you a chance in life. What do I mean by that? A 13 minutes, so people just say, you guys, your songs are so long. 13 minutes. But what do you want? You ever want the music to stop? Who has started music and wanted it to stop? Mm. Which party have you gone to? They started playing a banging track at a wedding and they stopped at the three minutes and you're happy with the DJ. Oh, <laughs> what are you doing? Everybody continue, continue, continue. So we don't even allow for that. We start slow. So we build it up. It's a story. Hey, hey Roomba. No long thing. Roomba is the moment where the wife and her husband get to catch up. Mm. It's also where, if you are single, this is the moment for you. If you are a Congolese wedding, Roomba, you feel that single lady, call her, invite her. She can't say no. Tradition. Because you start dancing. So, hi, um, I've noticed. The way you're eating up for food is very fast. <laughs> you need someone to slow you down. <laughs> this, is not a, this is during the dance, huh? Oh, you. You're a charmer. I've been watching you too. Mm. You're a size 34. <laughs> <laughs> Me, I, I work in most bros, you know. Mm. These are conversations happening. Wife and husband. Hey, babes. Hey, after 10 years, you're still making that. Mm. What this way? Oh, stop it. You know, man. This is the catch-up Maybe moment. it's time we added another child. Oh, but it's the catch-up. Mm. Then there's a moment where the music gets faster. That's the moment where it's like, yeah, let's go. Everybody throws it down. And, and during that moment, you'll see 25 different dances, routines. You think, did, did, did these people rehearse? Because Crazy. we, the way we approach music is, 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 is in our blood mm. to a level where we feel the beat, the dance is created there and then, and everybody gets there, we keep going. Wow. You know, so you can't say... Mm. That when you're looking at Afrobeats, uh, you know, that, you know, Congolese music. And uh, people need to stop that. I think, I, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm very much immersed in the Nigerian culture, the yeah. Ghanaian culture, very much so. Mm. So I can, I can speak on both sides. Yeah. We just need to stop that. We're, not, we're doing ourselves a disservice when we go, oh, no, our music is better than yours. What do you know about? Let's stop that because you have to ask yourself, in 2000 and, uh, year 2000, 1998, what was your dance to? What was the dance? It was Awila Logomba. Thank brother. you very much. The biggest music in Nigeria between 1990 and year 2000 was straight out of Congo. The biggest the superstar in Nigeria was Awila Logomba. Facts. 
So when you go across Africa, when you go to East Africa, they'll tell you about Kofi Olomide. Facts. They'll tell you about Zaiko Langa Langa. Mm. You know what I'm saying to you? They'll tell you about Ndombolo. What they mm. call Lingala music. You know what I'm saying to you? They'll tell you about Chakudi Bondas. Kachu, kachu. Mm. They'll tell you about all these dances. So when I watch people dance, I look and I go, I know that dance. <laughs> I've seen that dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know bit. this dance. And it's beautiful. But it's mm. beautiful. But I only but remember origin. that. I only remember that, oh, this is us when people come and challenge me. Mm. At that moment, I'm, I'm enjoying it because we're all Africans. We're having a great time. Yep. But let's not deny history to ourselves. Facts. Let's tell history properly. Facts. Let's tell history properly. Thank you very much. That was why I wanted to ask you that. Now, finally, uh, the last year has been about Zoom, Clubhouse, yeah. and House Party. Now, basically, apps that have allowed people to continue relationships from business to personal without being together. Now, most of us really got used to these apps because we were forced to use them. And a few people learned their lessons early on with people forgetting others were looking whilst they farted went to the loo, and in extreme cases, naked whilst chatting to their teams at, during a meeting. <laughs> now, well, the latest person to reveal his embarrassment uh, with Zoom was British Nigerian actor and Snowfalls, or is it Snowflakes or whatever it's star? Snowfall. Snowfall yeah. star, <laughs> Damson Idris, who said on Good Morning America that legendary rapper, legendary rapper Jay-Z called him out whilst showing up topless on a Zoom birthday party. Now, he jumped on Zoom shirtless, That's not knowing it. there were 40 others on a call. My guy, Damson. Which included a list of celebrities such as Jay-Z, who eventually said something about Damson's nipples out in the open and asked him to either put a shirt on it or just leave the chat. My brother, Zoom has taken over our lives. What embarrassment have you felt or not felt Jesus. with this new way of life. Jesus, you as well are pointing out how a boy's nipple. Leave them. <laughs> leave them. Focus on Beyonce. Leave the boy's nipple alone. Thompson got excited. I mean, who goes on Zoom topless? Because you forgot four people. that is visual. He said there's four people. Yeah, but he, he, he forgot that it was visual. Oh, so he thought it was, the camera was off? Yeah, so he thought the camera he was, was off. He turned it on. He was just he chilling. Did. And he was just talking. And everybody was they, What's they that were point? responding. The names that are in there as well. he heard the Jay-Z voice. to say Because yeah, if Jay-Z is dead, that means Meek is everybody's there. there. Everybody's there. Everybody's there. Everybody's there. Over 40 people. So when he realized that, but you know, <laughs> and then he said he covered it. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. Once again, Shopsy, I know I'm not going to lie to you, Shopsy. This is not our issue. <laughs> this is elite problems. Do you understand? What, I, would love, what, I would love to tell the story of Jay Z cast my nipple on the Zoom call. Do you know how I've made it from Peckham to Jay Z casting your nipple? What? Life has changed. That's not, I have no opinion. That's like, I have no opinion. Mm. Jay Z will remember. That's the boy. Even if he doesn't watch Snowfall, that's the boy with the nipples. Absolutely. Yo, man, at my next video, I want to get the boy with the nipples. <laughs> what about your brothers uh, uh, that won the Golden Globes? John Boyega, and, Daniel Kaluuya. Daniel Kaluuya. What a guy! Mm. These these special human beings, bro. Yo, listen. I first met Daniel on a set of sketches. My, one of my friends called Jason Lewis used to do sketches back in the days before the whole YouTube and the Instagram mm. blew. Jason, extremely talented, was doing stand up and you know really making effort to do these sketches. And this might have been, um, if I stand corrected, probably 2008, seven era. And Daniel was just a quiet guy, focused. We were somewhere in West London just filming some stuff. And then I just knew from then and then through my Adidas family, Akoya and Paola, I would see Daniel. And of course, Daniel. With, you know, later seen with, uh, on Skins and yeah. one of the writers. Just he's a quiet guy, guy. Ugandan brother, lovely but focused. Mm. He wasn't on a hype. 
you can tell the results of what you're seeing now is somebody who was honed in on his skills. Mm. He really focused, bro. So when you're seeing him now winning these Golden Globes and critics, um, choice awards, bro, it's because the guy deserves it. The guy's putting the work and there's more to come. Mm. I sat down with him one time. And this is probably during the Black Panther times, I think. And, you know, I, I don't get to see him like that. When mm. we bump into each other, a quick conversation, my brother, how mm. are you? And he said to me, he really wants to be um, intentional with the films that he makes. Mm. He wants it to represent his people. Damn. And he said in the interview about Black Panther, he said the films that he does, he wants his friends to go, wow, we're learning we're from this, learning from empowered. It. That's why you see the succession of films that he's made. Judas and, and Black Messiah, you go. all of those Come things. on, man, these are, these are serious films. So, and he puts the, the work behind that. Power, John Boyega, wait, loves his work. Look, like I said, it's just a beautiful thing to now. It's not about being, oh, they're, they're Africans or they're Black British. It's, these, are, these are talented boys. Talented men, talented uh, uh, women, uh, ladies, gone girls. From the ends, from ends gone to the top. Gone to the top. Now, they happen to be African. So that's where we now come in and go, you see, it's everything is possible. Mm. This victimization, this just looking at this is what a, a blackness looks like needs to stop. Mm. Because then they're talking about, you know what, why are we using these black British guys to do American accent, but they've gone to prove that we are black, my brother. Facts. We're black. Well, one. Do you know what I'm saying to you? Because when when our brother, um, I forgot his name, did Idi Amin, you know, acted yeah, as Idi Amin. You know, well, I've, I've forgot Forrest his name. Forrest, Forrest Whitaker, Whitaker, bad yeah. boy. I've just seen him at, at, the, yeah. at the Godfather of Harlem, I yeah. believe. Sick, it's just a, an amazing, he's amazing series. Yeah. And he's, a, he's an amazing actor. I watched it from when I was a kid. He did Idi Amin, Last King of Scotland. And nobody complained. Smashed it, though. Yeah. It was beautiful. He's an Denzel actor. Denzel Washington did Steve Beagle. It's called acting. Now, something people will say, but you have to feel the pain that we went, but bro, no. let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. If someone is acting as a, a uh, serial killer, serial killer, if it's about method acting, if he had to feel that pain, we have to suspect him. We have to investigate him a little Thank bit. Thank you. But it's called acting. You win an award by being so far removed from the situation, but you still was able to, to master translate it. That. To translate and convey and the message hits home. So that's once again comes to that what Self-hatred. Mm. When they asked Daniel about that question, Daniel said, he was I want, amazing. Listen, that answer was the best I've heard. He said, "I want to talk yes. to them. I want to talk. To, I want. I want. I want to. I listen to them. I let them know. The I mean, best no answer harm. I've heard. If you don't want me to be a part of it, that's cool. I keep. I'll, I'll keep going my business. But, but I'm, I'm willing mean no to harm. listen. That's, I'm willing to have that conversation. That's what it comes down that to. That changed my perception too. That's why I, I, you know I, I still big up my brother Antenna Disu and my boy Luol Deng. Mm. Uh, you know, and uh, a few others that were involved, my friend Aquia and Nadu, we set up an organization called Panafrolink. Yep. You know, and that, that Panafrolink has been able to serve that platform for conversation. Mm. And funny enough, we had the damn agencies that have passed through to talk about their experience. You know, it's about listening to each other's stories, whether you're Caribbean, whether you're, you're from the, uh, the, the motherland, whether you're, in, you're from Belize, just watch your story and let's meet each other halfway. I might not have the solution because I've not walked a day in your shoe, but I'm able to understand you, Mio. So when I approach you, I'm approaching from that point of view. That's what's important. But big shout out to my brothers, man, because there's more coming. There's great acts uh, that are coming through, you know, from from ends, from the continent, and they'll keep rising, man. The future's bright, my brother. Simple. Well, that wraps up this episode's uh, Adi Chopelai, the official Afrobeats podcast. Um, Well, new things that I'll suggest to the people this week, you can go check out the EP by... The young Jonesing World Mavens artist, uh, Ruga. Incredible uh, work. Do you have anything you'd like to suggest to people to check out? 
And music, film, fashion, anything. Just check out your family, man. Check out your family. These are not the Damn. times to muck, to muck about. Check out your family. You know what? I, like, I feel grateful every time I speak to my family um, because it's crazy. And I, I don't mean to, to kind of um, disrespect anyone else's family, mm. but like, I've looked at my entire family and no one picked up COVID during this period. I didn't, there was That's no, I didn't wake up in the middle of the night where there was a panic of so-and-so stuck in hospital because of, you understand what I'm saying mm. to you? That is a blessing it's during a blessing. this time, right? So, and then there's people that, um, you know, I passed away, rest in peace, my my, my, my boy Samuel mm. um, Mensah, who was, yeah, a, a beautiful uh, being. You know, I got to spend the last days of his life with him, but mm. he's left an amazing legacy. He was always good to me, mm. but we were there in Ghana and the next minute he was gone. You know, those are the kind mm. of things that make you realize um, you know, life is not just for us. Mm. And we have to check on our people because you don't know what people are going through. It's not just about COVID. COVID has had uh, has given birth to a lot of issues in people's life. So let's check on our families, man. Mm. Check on our family. Words spoken by a genius, the incredible Eddie Caddy. Thank you very My much brother. for joining us. Catch us same place, same time next week from Shopsy Do and Eddie Caddy is peace. Did you book your, your flight? Have you booked your flight to before? For no, July, for we, July. No, no, I haven't booked it yet. Ah, okay, we, book, uh, no. we, we. Uh, me, I'm not playing. Have you booked it already? Oh, <laughs> you're saying check on your. I checked on. I checked on a puddle. You told you. Booked it I checked on a puddle. How long are you going to be I out checked there for? on oh, my brother. You want to talk about everything online? What is your life online? Freedom of speech. July. <laughs> freedom of speech is the time. Get your tickets. <laughs> it's about to be a madness. Peace, and I'm out. <laughs>